Hello, and welcome to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. My name is Ryan Johnson, and I'll be your host today. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about today's topic. We, I'm going to be talking about you know, sales tax audits and what you can expect from them and how you can um, navigate them a little bit easier and, and what you can do now in order to prepare for one. Because it's not and really, when it comes down to it, it's not if um, you go under a sales tax audit, it's, it's when. Um, today, we actually had a webinar that, that covered you know, how to fight a sales tax audit. And I got the question, um, do states audit out-of-state companies more often now, meaning more often after the Wayfair Supreme Court decision uh, last July, I guess July of 2018. And, you know, we've been doing this for 25 plus years and, you know, states are constantly, constantly uh, auditing companies, um, in-state, out-of-state. And I know that Texas has... Um, it's about 600 plus auditors that they employ. And so they are constantly finding, um, you know, more and more companies to, to audit. So they're, they're constantly busy. And, you know, we've got stories of states going after, you know, different companies in it, um, out of state pre-Wayfair and post-Wayfair. Um, states just have a little bit more um, of a leg to stand on when it comes to nexus. Um, we know that there's, there's really kind of two main types of nexus. You've got your physical nexus and now your economic nexus. And this is what's really has, um, you know, has stemmed from the Wayfair decision is the economic nexus. So now there's a little more um, that a state can find you on now and they can and so there's a little more ways for you to have nexus within a state. So now you got to pay, pay attention to whether or not you have a physical presence or you may have an economic presence in the state. And that's something you need to be um, cognizant of and focus on. Now, I kind of wanted to, to briefly go over what you can expect from sales tax audit. And this comes from, you know, a, a state auditor himself, kind of how it, it went down in a nutshell is you either get a, a, a more com most common is is a letter in the mail phone call uh, from the state saying from the state auditor saying hey you are under audit we're going to need these documents from this period to this period and um, the auditor comes into your office you give them the box of documents and the auditor will go through the through the information um, it could take anywhere a few days, months, and they come back and they give you an assessment. And, you know, this auditor, you know, I read this article that I can post down below as well. And, you know, sometimes, you know, they would come back with assessment and, as, you know, small businesses don't have the means and the funds to pay these assessments or the knowledge or the funds to, to pay someone to help them you know, to fight this audit. And so um, it's, it's, it's a small business where you get a $25,000 assessment. What can they do? And, you know, and we've sometimes been able to negotiate 
kind of a payment plan, um, but but this really cuts into your your profits and your income, and and maybe even your retirement if you're a sole proprietorship. Uh, we, we tell a story about a pool cleaner in our webinar um, where the state and he was just a sole proprietor. He was looking to to retire, and uh, the state found him, audited him 11 years back, and you know, and we've seen you know states go back as as far as 11 years, um, but it's rare that we see them go less than three. And so you can expect, um, you know, the, the periods to be that, that large. Um, but as far as audits go, you know, that's kind of just how it goes, um, kind of briefly and, and simply. Um, but let me kind of go over some errors that, that uh, auditors find that um, in audits that they that they are looking for. So let me find it here. So, so number one, it's it, it usually a company is missing you know some exemption certificates, and this also goes for not only for you know, a reseller, I mean, you're selling to a retailer, um, but also government entities. You also need to collect from government entities. If, if, if you don't have one from them, you will be liable for that sales tax. Um, and it also goes for, you know, nonprofit organizations. Even if, you know, they tell you that they're exempt and it makes sense and it's widely known that they're exempt, it, you still need that exemption certificate. Um, another one is you're not charging sales tax on shipping charges. A lot of times that is required, most of the time, actually. Um, maybe you're not charging tax on you know, other taxable services. And some states, you know, services aren't taxable, but Sometimes in a number of states it is, so it's it's good to know exactly whether or not if your services are taxable. Another one is a failure to pay use tax on untaxed purchases used by your business and not resold. Uh, that oftentimes uh, goes overlooked. Failure to have receipts to show that purchases using credit cards were taxed by the vendor. Um, operating in capital leases that are not taxed properly. Intercompany transactions that are not properly taxed or documented, and asset sales or business disposition uh, that are not properly taxed. So those are just a few of the things that you know an auditor kind of goes straight for. And number one being those exemption certificates, because that's really kind of a low-hanging uh, fruit for them to go after. And and you know I've I've worked on a few audits myself. And one of you know, the big things that we do when trying to mitigate the assessment, because usually that's when we start, when we get involved with an audit, is after the audit's been going and, and uh, a company gets the assessment from the state and all of a sudden they weren't expecting such a high amount. So now they're reaching out to us 
and, and we try to mitigate uh, the assessment. And so what, what I did uh, starting out was I would call all of their different vendors and I would try to collect either an exemption certificate or invoices where it showed where they paid the tax uh, or in showing, you know, they, they paid a tax to the state just so that we can try to mitigate the assessment um, that is due. And um, one, one tip that um, this auditor, state auditor gave was that most, most companies have no clue as to what their liabilities will be. And in most companies, even those that I, you know, I, I talk to on a day-to-day -day basis, they, they don't really want to spend the time or the money in order to become prepared for a sales tax audit. Um, and, and there's ways for you to be able to do that, to be ready and to learn what you, what your liabilities could possibly be. And, and, and one of the things that we do is we, we provide a, what we call a nexus in taxability review, our next review, we call it. And, you know, what, what this does is, you know, it goes through um, and we determine where you have nexus in each and every state. And we also go over the taxability of your products or services. And, you know, through that, if we learn that you may have been doing business for, you know, a number of years within the state and you had nexus, we may go through and we'll go through and determine what your potential liability, sales tax liability is within each state. And, you know, and, and we can help you determine whether or not you should do a VDA there, or you can go ahead and uh, register for the sales tax and start filing going forward. And, you know, this is, this is what you can do now. Um, again, I, I reiterate that it's not if um, you have a sales tax audit, it's when. Um, and I want to point out that, you know, the auditors are not, they're not out there to, to get you to, to give you the biggest, you know, sales tax assessment ever that, you know, there may be some like that, but um, they're people as well. They're doing their job. And um, another little, Helpful tip is typically if, if you treat auditors respect, you know, they'll do the same for you. And, um, you know, there's nothing is off the table when it comes to negotiating. And um, just remember that, you know, it, it's, it's not all doom and gloom. And there's, there's always a time to negotiate and to, um, find help and and we suggest reaching out to us we have um, tons of resources guides um, white papers podcasts we can even um, uh, get on the phone with you to help navigate in your sales tax audit to make you the most successful as possible and um, you can find uh, my contact information 
uh, down below. You can also find um, all these resources. And you know, let's let's get together. Uh, let's get you through the sales tax audit, or let's help you prepare for one. And and that's where you're going to be be the most comfortable. And you know, an audit an auditor may be surprised coming into your business that you actually have everything together, and you may not have any assessment coming out of it. So um, once again, uh, please, you can and join our webinar and learn a little bit more. Download our guide and you can uh, read and get way more in depth than what I was able to do today. Really what I was trying to do is make you aware of what kind of resources are available to you when it comes to sales tax audits. And I hope to see you guys next week. Bye.